Hey there, friends and family of Verta Bremen. Welcome to the live Verta Bremen postgame show. It is chaos as always. This is the show by the fans for the fans. And if you're new to the show, we host a live show every Sunday after the league matches are done on the Podbean app. If you get the app, you can call in, text into the show when we go live. Uh, so already on the show, we've got Dustin joining us. Juan is here. Sooner is with us. Spivey is here as well. And as always, we've got Christian on the line. Juan asking us to put in the mayo. And I'm sure that that is some form of double entendre and something inappropriate. Also, a hello to Big Ben, who's just joining us now. Um, it's uh, just if you guys want to, you can join us when we're live. It's kind of a, just a way we can kind of keep uh, the, the conversation going and text in um when we're live and make fun of us or give <laughs> idle commentary uh, when we make mistakes and whatnot uh, if you don't want to do that you can always reach out to us probably the best place to find us now is gonna be on the discord and uh, lots of good stuff happening there you can find a link for the discord along with piles of other links on the link tree uh, at linktree backslash verterna L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Verter N-A. The links are also on the website for the podcast. And again, if you're joining us on the podcast, we appreciate that. Please give us a five-star review and tell us why you need a, a free subscription to Christian's OnlyFans account. <laughs> Other- <laughs> Feet content. Feet and buttholes, people. Feet and buttholes. His speciality. And sometimes they're his. Uh, That's right. you, can, you can also find us every once in a while. We'll make an appearance on Twitter. Uh, Christian is at SVW O M Y T F C myself at not easy green and larger bits of mail. You can send uh, via email to not easy green 2017 at gmail.com. Now, along with that, I have gotten rid of my Nintendo uh, name on discord. I feel as though we have, I've outgrown this, and uh, I'm waiting now for our crew here to take us down the next uh, perverted, uh, dusty trail. <laughs> People are still really loving the uh, that, that Nintendo hentai or whatever the fuck whatever it is. Crap is. <laughs> I think Juan's gone down a really, really dark route, yeah, and I'm not sure... Uh, yeah. How much longer we're going to be able to stay in contact with them? I'm sure, the authorities are coming for them at some point. <laughs> There's bad, bad rabbit holes that people go down, like being a truther, or you like, you know, a, yeah. the, uh, the 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 incel, uh, yeah, the voting scandals and stuff. But yeah, Juan yeah. has p- picked a very unique uh, <laughs> rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> Pog Luigi. Yeah. Oh, yuck. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get this thing going here, Christian. What it do? What in motherfucking do? How you keeping? Well, pretty, uh, pretty okay over here. Uh, we got dumped yeah. on by a bunch of snow now. Um, so we're living the Gross. living the, the cold life. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's, it's not too much to report. Other than still trying to live with a. Uh, and uh, a toddler, or I guess they're, they're toddler now. I'm not sure what, how, how old five months, four months is. I can't even know how old my kid is. How bad is that? I usually I sell a... them off by then, so I <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. I'm just a derelict <laughs> father. How about you? What's going on over there? <laughs> not much. Weather's nice. Uh, it's hovering around 10 Celsius, so I have no clue what that is in Fahrenheit. 
we'll say like 620 or something stupid. Who knows how the Yanks 55. do it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, which is pretty ideal considering it's November and I am not a fan of cold in any capacity. Um, outside of that, uh, I was intending on having a really quiet weekend and that totally backfired yesterday as it's one of my really good friend's birthdays. So, uh, yeah, uh, I unforeseen. drank more than usual. Yeah, one I drank those, more than those... usual because we went up for all-you-can-eat uh, Korean barbecue and I didn't drink beforehand. So then I had to sort of like digest. And while I was digesting, I was drinking, you know, oh, no. trying to... Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a mess. I mean, it, it definitely worked at one point, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so were you gripping the toilet bowl at some point in time? I mean, just before the game, but not, uh, <laughs> it was only, it was, <laughs> wasn't coming out of my mouth. Uh, I think, I think it was mostly the Korean barbecue. I'm sure everybody's completely fascinated with this yeah, whole fucking right. conversation. <laughs> hey, it was when, it was when Verter had their best stint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually managed to catch the replay there. Uh, I miss the original, <laughs> the original goal. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's get underway here. Werder went into Wolfsburg looking for their first away points on the season and were duly awarded them at the close of the first Sunday fixture. It would once again be a passionate defensive display that would give Werder the platform necessary to remain competitive, along with a second goal on the season from Bore and a beautiful free kick from our free kick specialist, Marvin Dukes. Dukes, having accomplished this task in the first few minutes, took some well-deserved rest time by coasting the remaining 75 minutes he played. It would be within the first half that Wolfsburg would then equalize, turning the tables on what was a very good performance by Werder. It was after this goal, suddenly Werder seemed unaware of how to stymie their opponents and soon found themselves all over the field and out of place, lucky to escape the first half with a draw. The second half, much like the first half, saw both sides with chances to take control of the game and it would be down to a goal that Werder would finally it would it would be down from down a goal sorry my gosh from down a goal that Werder would find a way to equalize to secure a point a late red card and even later subs proved to be too much to consider for Werner who was content to see out the 90 minutes and bring home Werder's first away point so aside from all of the great work you did for our peer uh, our team on the shitter uh, what were your thoughts on the game? <laughs> um, I oh, we want to say like hello it. to Horny Squirrel Thirty One. <laughs> <laughs> we're just really getting all sorts these days. I don't even know if we're talking about football anymore here. <laughs> Horny Squirrel, oh Christ Almighty! Uh, um, it was, you know what? I don't know. I wasn't like while I wasn't completely disappointed. Um, there were a lot of things that we've sort of come to expect uh, from Ole Werner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh, great. Sorry, that was worth it. No, no worries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've really just like, I think we're more or less just like a furry podcast now. Uh, yeah, like or we, some kind of frat house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, combination of all those things. It's like <laughs> Howard Stern without the uh, intellectual content. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was an okay game. I guess we're all pretty content to walk away with a point uh, away from home, considering that hasn't been the standard. That being said, I think we've seen 
uh, quite a few opportunities to get more than a point out of it. And yet Ole continues to be up to his own tricks, old tricks rather. Uh, you know, he's scared to make changes. He's scared to make subs sooner than fucking 70, 75 minutes left yeah. or sorry, into the game. Uh, he's scared to take off players that aren't necessarily performing. Um, you know, formation is sort of similar. Eh, tactics have changed slightly, but then we still get caught uh, in the same manner that we've been caught so many times before. I mean, it was okay, I guess, is the best way to put it. It wasn't amazing. <laughs> uh wasn't terrible. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, it definitely keeps uh, Ole on another week. And I'm sure anybody that is championing him right now is saying, you know, this guy's oh, fucking genius. They're absolutely yeah, absolutely. This, you bet. Absolutely. And, uh, and of, go- of course, expecting us to publicly eat some crow, which we will do later. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got uh, we got lots of input from listeners uh, this week for questions and would you rather's and bet on it. So that's awesome. We'll get to those uh, later on in the podcast. And of course, Sooner is going to join us at the end for some, you know, dribbity dribbity or whatever he does. And uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's start with some stats here, Christian. Is there something within the stats path that you're thinking? Yeah, this is why Mm. we did what we did or this is important. Um, you know what? Actually, I am going to kind of say this, uh, because I guess it's kind of a rarity, uh, for us. It was so for total shots and shots on target. Um, I mean, ball possession was obviously Wolfsburg. It wasn't significant. It was 57, 43, which give or take, I think most of us would sort of expect, uh, for total shots. We were tied though, or no, sorry. They were one, they were 14 to 13 and then shots on target. Uh, we were four and four. Um, and actually something I think worth noting, and I would love to, I wish, I wish King Ian would do his damn job. Um, but it's block <laughs> shots. I would love to know stats of uh, Zetter versus Pavlenka. Now it's unfortunately going to be heavily weighed in favor of Pavlenka simply because he has started almost every single game for like the last, however many seasons. Well, to- totals, um, but, really, I, but averages should uh, should show something. Yeah, yeah, you'd think, right? And I'd kind of like to see who's better there. Um, so we had uh, seven of uh, Wolfsburg's shots were blocked. And honestly, like, I just once again, he's uh, he's sort of an unsung hero who I don't think is going to get the opportunity to truly shine as he has the last couple of games. Because as soon as Pavlenka's back, he's just going to start regardless of how good Zetter has been. Uh, simply so? because we just know that. Yeah, yeah, just because Ole. Um, I don't foresee that changing anytime soon. We know that Ole loves his guys and just will stubbornly play them. You know, it's like <laughs> refusing to change a tire on a car. He's going to ride it till the fucking rims. Um, what else do we have here? So I thought, yeah, I thought uh, it was interesting that we had similar total shots and shots on target to Wolfsburg because usually we don't have anything right. close to that. Yep. Um, let's see here. Uh, passing accuracy wasn't too bad. They were 85%. We were 83. Um, we did play significantly more long balls. Uh, our crossing was at 70%. I felt like our tackling was pretty good today. Uh, yeah. Possession loss was 126 to 103. Our tackling was at 20, uh, to their eight. Um, and our interceptions were at six, so it was drawn six six. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, which I mean, all things considered, I mean, if you think about us, how we had a Bittencourt on the pitch, who's not a, uh, you know, I guess Stay also playing somewhat out of position. Um, he's a box to box. I guess he, he has been playing that defensive mid and he's been doing a decent job of it there. Um, obviously, I, I've been saying I'd love to see Lion in there. Uh, next to stay and then uh, I mean sort of let somebody else have the opportunity next to those two obviously Kaida would be best but I don't know whether we're ever going to see Kaida play more than like four games this season to be completely <laughs> honest um so like Schmied or I don't know Leo you know what I Leo hasn't even really been that bad um in his bit parts here and there even though he's kind of being asked to play I don't know, a position that he doesn't really play. Does that make sense? Yeah. He's been okay. Like, he hasn't been amazing, but he's just been adequate, I guess, would be the best way to play it, to say it. Well, Sooner yeah. uh, was answering your call to King Ian there as far as percentage uh, is save rate. Um, Pavlenka saved 21 for 60%, Zetter, uh 6 for 85%. But those numbers are coming from Mega Sooner, so I'm not sure that's propaganda. <laughs> uh, I personally think we should be holding out until King Ian is able to provide us with some you know, impartial... Yeah. Uh, third-party information. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this it's not been uh, cooked up by his own attorneys there at the Four Seasons <laughs> lawn lawn care facility. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's interesting. That's definitely interesting. The question too, I guess, is uh, to defense-wise too, uh, who's played in front of yeah. who. Well, and we've you know, really we've really changed we've really changed how we uh, orient ourselves on defense too. So it's been a lot more of a, a safer situation for Zetter as well. It should be said, yeah, uh, he's yeah. not expected to 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 face nearly as many one on ones, um, yeah, or clear you know clear uh, breaks through the through the defensive line. Absolutely, yeah. So that's sort of my takeaway. But yeah, and uh, as Juan said, what's the pass accuracy comparison? Not even worth comparing. Uh, <laughs> Zetter to uh, Pavlenka. That's, that's not even yeah. a competition at that point. Uh, no, no, oh, no. how do we do for clearance? Did you mention that? Oh, no, I didn't. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it's I, an I important part of the show every week. I know. Everybody's <laughs> been waiting with bated breath. And I looked, I looked at it, too, and I said, okay, well, that's what I'll talk about next, and then just completely skipped over it. And to be honest now, I, I kind of don't want to talk about it. Since oh. everybody wants to know, just leave them. Okay. Now nah, it was yeah. just kidding. It was thirteen Ooh. to eleven for us. Aha, you didn't see that coming, did you, motherfuckers? <laughs> Christian gets off on being withholding. Oh, wonderful, delightful. <laughs> Tell me, you can sleep tonight. Tell me you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, how badly uh... do you want it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well if we uh, if we talk tactics for a little bit here uh Werder, the lineup obviously didn't change from last week it also led to a relatively unchanged formation and movement uh from last week <laughs> Jeez, juan uh, as mentioned <laughs> mentioned before uh Werder kind of looked to build up their offense primarily using the wings uh so now we have Werder now with wings uh wanted to do uh they, they kind of wanted to do this through tough tackling uh and specifically pressing on our right hand side uh, so slight changes uh, to last week's movement that were noticed uh, was that Bore wasn't dropping uh, near as much as he did last week. Rather, Dukes, uh became the dropping striker for both sides of the field, uh, which was a little different. Uh, Bore sat kind of above Dukes when he would drop and then would look to break onto passes in the build-up play. 
the other difference from last week was that Verter were kind of intentionally moving the ball between the wings, uh, which is something that we haven't seen, gosh, I don't know how many years. Uh, so a few times it actually went from wing back to wing back, uh, but more often using kind of a link in the midfield to move the ball from one side of the field to the other. And this really helped shift the Wolfsburg defense and keep them a little bit off balance. And, and this to me, is probably the best development within this system that we've seen, believe that or not. Uh, but, you know, previously we would kind of commit to a wing and then just keep pushing that wing until we till we got to the final third or turn the ball over. But now we're actually uh, taking the option of stretching the pitch uh, width and uh, and it really, I think, is, uh, is going to make a difference if we kind of continue to do this and improve on it. Defensively, uh, Werder, again, we're kind of looking to spend majority of their game playing conservative defensive positioning. Uh, so right from the start, Werder kind of looked to physically impose themselves on the game, hard tackling, uh, which certainly helped in the first 30 minutes. Um, and in this game, there were moments where Werder kind of chose to press and try to win the ball higher up the pitch. So they would kind of uh, intersperse these moments within the game. Uh, so specifically, uh, when Werder would kind of fall into the low block what they would do though is they would allow the back three of Wolfsburg to cycle the ball and once the ball kind of made it to our right hand side Schmid and Bore would then immediately rush out and try and trap the ball on that right hand side Visor would also move from the back and try and help trap the ball which forced uh Wolfsburg to play a lot of longer passes to the other wing uh, and gave us a couple of really good interceptions in decent position um and then again, as mentioned on occasion, Verda would press up high the pitch. Uh, this worked for about 30 minutes or so at the beginning. And after that, Wolfsburg kind of started dropping midfielders into the gaps, uh, dragging our midfield too high up the pitch, like all the other teams have done to us. And that left our back line to cover massive areas of space. And the press was, we were getting gutted on a regular basis uh, shortly after that. So it was, it was kind of one of those, it worked for a little while. And then it was, that was what teams have, studied and created ways around us is that that press right those are our they, they know our weaknesses there so after the first 30 minutes of kind of surprising them uh then when we did it it was it really was almost irrelevant there were some good instances but it wasn't nearly as consistent um <clears throat> and then i had mentioned last week that Werner is going to have to find a way to create offense in the final third and so again, we see this system is going to rely on wing play and then crosses into the box. Uh, this week, we were only slightly more effective with our crossing. Uh, I took a look at it. I think we were three for 17. Uh, last week, we were 0%. Um, but it also feels a little bit better because Bore got, a, got his head on a cross and scored a goal. Uh, so it might feel a little bit better, but really three for 17 is not, um, not a good completion rate when that's going to be the way you're going to create opportunities uh, in the box. Um, there were uh, still quite a few moments where you can see that the team is trying to sort out what to do with the ball in the final third. It still doesn't feel like there's a clear plan as of yet, uh, or at least one that the team is kind of familiar enough to make it kind of automatic. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what I noticed uh, this week uh, for tactics. Uh, again, the biggest takeaway for me was there our ability to now switch the play from the, from wings um, that again, hasn't been done for, I've got to feel like years. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, and a good defensive stability again, except for, uh, some of the pressing, uh, I think Christian already alluded to that a little bit. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that at all, Christian, or if we can just move right along. Well, mosey on little doggies. Get along. <laughs> That's all right. right. 
<laughs> and I apologize. I hope nobody gets whatever flu cold I had. I'm still coughing like three weeks after this thing. It's brutal. And it wasn't even COVID. I didn't even get to have that, you know. Sure ah. you didn't. <laughs> it's the new it's the new variant i guess maybe that's what it is <laughs> all right let's uh let's get into some three up three down um and then we'll move on to a lot of listener stuff cool. christian what do you got for ups um all right for ups obviously Duxia's goal cracker of a goal beautiful that's him trying to silence those critics shut up let yeah, the shut man up, play christian. fucking idiots fucking idiot christian um hey it was it was a nice goal do it again next week bro (laughs) you got four goals this season four um and he got three assists which is dope but four goals let me see more pal you know i I, but it was a great goal it really was a nice goal and i'm willing to salute that we needed to stop tickling and start fucking god damn right Christian, you are too correct. Handsome and smart. <laughs> um, <laughs> Got the culture of a jug of yogurt. <laughs> That's right. All the bacteria, too. Handsome. <laughs> uh, a little less fruit, though. Um, so next I had... It's more that manly yogurt, you know? The <laughs> monster <one>. trucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, uh, next, I said uh, Demont and Schmid both uh, had great game today. Um, I'm actually going to check and see how they were rated by uh, Sofa Score. I'm sure they well, just gave them like absolute trash fucking ratings, but uh, well, inter- I thought they played particularly. Yeah, well. interestingly, uh, who scored gave Schmid one of the worst ratings on the team, which I was really quite uh, quite surprised by because I felt he had a, a fairly strong game for us. Yeah. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe we're just so used to him underperforming that when he's uh, average or par, uh, he seems like he's when, fucking Maradona. When the rest of the team is excelling, then <laughs> it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, he uh, yeah, he shows up as a 6.9, so he is... 69. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just uh, behind <laughs> Bore, who was 8.0. Uh, Visor, Demont, and Jung. Jung and Visor were both 7.1s. Demont was uh, 7.0. So, uh, oh, and Stay, too. Stay had a really good game. But um, let's see here. I'm going to take a look and see what his stats were like. So his passing was at 75%, which was nice. Um, he only had one shot on target. Um, they've, and... they've got zero dribbles recorded, which I don't know how that works because that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, I see the dribble attempts and zero. I, yeah, who knows? So I think maybe it's like uh, taking on two men. Who knows how they fucking figure that one out? Yeah. Um, to me, passing is most important. You know what I mean? Uh, and his long balls, I guess, were okay. His crossing, not so much, but we don't really think of him as a crosser anyways. Um, he did have a one aerial one. But anyways, I thought he played decently. <laughs> and then Damal just continues to solidify his yes. presence. Yes. Uh, just absolutely brilliant player. Great signing. Um, yeah, his passing was at 70%. His crossing was two for two. Uh, he's just so nice the, to watch of the three way. Of the three completed crosses we got, Demont yeah. had two of them. There two you of go. Them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then who had the third? Visor, probably. I'm probably assuming. Visor because that was that cross yeah. into uh, Bore. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. So uh, I thought they both had a wonderful game. And my final one was uh, 
correct players subbed on. Um, yeah, I thought uh, I'll, I'll speak further on it, but speaking from a positive point Ooh, of view, gonna, I thought... You're going to double dip on this one. Woo! You know I am! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was good to see uh, both uh, Nienma and uh, Linen come on. Um, always great to see those guys. Would love to see more of them. Hint, hint. Oh, uh, yeah, zesty. So that's yeah, that's foreshadowing in the showbiz world. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Tapping <laughs> nose, looking you directly in the eye. Well, before we get to Christian's sloppy seconds here, we'll have a quick shout out to Salty <laughs> for joining us. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, and here's a couple of ups, I guess. Um, so first up for me, better movement from the midfield, both on and off the ball. Uh, to kind of create a, it was a lot more dynamic performance from our midfield. The switching of the ball, as I mentioned, from the flanks, the aggressive tackling, um, I felt that that was instrumental to the success that we did have. Um, the second up, I've got Werner's new system. I think it's giving Werner a chance to add points. Uh, if I'm just being yeah. realistic here, so unlike the unlike some of the last games, um, it's become a lot more difficult to kind of make a guess as to how the final score is going to fall. Um, I'm happy that he's made the adjustments. Um, as mentioned, uh, probably ad nauseum, uh, he needs to find a way to bring this offense uh, into. He needs to bring offense into the system, and so there's more balance, right? So currently, it's far too slanted to the defensive safety. Um, but the game today, it started to look a little bit more like the team is finding a way to create some opportunities. I'm not sure, Juan. It does sound like Christian went to the bathroom, or that he's doing some dishes or something. Um, Close. Yeah, I'm getting some garbage bags out. <laughs> <laughs> That professionalism I'm, I'm renowned for. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ, my fucking mic is so sensitive. All right, I'm going to mute my shit here. Also, I did go to the bathroom, but it, I was muted. <laughs> <And> the- <laughs> oh, as long as it's actual garbage you're collecting. Uh, so the last up that I've got here is valuable points. I think it's probably low-hanging fruit, of course, but having dropped points to get against the teams that we should have beat, uh, we are now starting to pick up a few points against teams that we didn't, I didn't personally anticipate uh, that we would. So um, <clears throat> we, we also shouldn't forget that this team came back to salvage a point, which I think is a big up. Uh, I, I, I know that there's a lot of folks in the chat, um, and I kind of feel a little weird about it too, that maybe we should have pushed on at the end. Um, to kind of see if we could get three points. But for this team to spring back uh, going down a goal, um, I felt was it was a big up uh, for this team. Uh, so that are, those are my ups. I don't know if you got any thoughts on that. But Christian, if not, let's go to the downs. The things no, I'd that say that's fair. Up. Just on your last comment there, um, just regarding to, yeah, 110%, we should always be pressing for a win, should always be playing for a win. Realistically, that's just not what we've seen from uh, from Verner. He's very much uh, like go up a goal and then sit back and defend, despite the fact that you've got probably one of the worst defenses in the league. Um, so for us to walk away having equalized and that's, well, it's not acceptable in the greater scheme of things in this incidence, uh, where we have dropped points, it's perfectly fine. So I'm not excusing it, but I am accepting it. If that makes sense. I think that was right down the middle. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. Everyone uh, nods their head a little bit always. and sort of disagrees with you, but they feel good about it. So that's, that's, 
in one way or the other. That's, that means I'm doing my job, making everybody unhappy. Uh, <laughs> all right, for bad, eh? Yeah, um, things that sucked. Final third, us in the final third. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, oh boy, P-U. We <laughs> stink. stink. Yeah. Yep. No thanks. Um, mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, and what do we attribute to this? Like, is it our midfield's fault for not being able to produce? Is it uh, because we can't seem to get the crosses in? Is it because our forwards are just inadequate? Um, which is it? Um, and then yes. second. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All the above. And then I said, uh, defense. Our defense is terrible. That's not really a surprise. Yeah, it really is. Uh, not a great defense. Uh, both lactating those goals are pretty... by the sea. <laughs> Definitely lactating by the sea. Um, and then, so, and I know everybody's been waiting for this one because I mentioned the subbed, the correct players being subbed on. Oh, yeah. They Here we sub, go. Subbed on at the wrong time. Bah, bah, bah. Way the fuck bah, too bah. late, man. Like, way the fuck too late. But once again, fairly standard for Ole Werner. I'm not sure whether he knows that there's only really give or take about 90 minutes in a football game. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> he, he gets up. He's like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second. 90, 90 minutes? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> Thought we had like another 30 to go here, boy. I was reliably informed by the homeless guy outside the stadium. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. FIFA's re- recently changed their uh, timing on this. So... We know the Dukes had been sort of lagging for at least 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and you also know that the back line for Wolfsburg was probably getting tired. So what do you think an appropriate response would be? Put the ball gag on him and get him moving. That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. And by ball gag, I mean put it on Dukes yeah. and get fucking Nima in there to tear up that back line, carve him up like a fucking turkey. But did we decide to do that? No, no, we didn't. No. We decided to put him on in the 87th minute. Why? Because, you know, he can do a lot of damage in fucking seven minutes or whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. And then uh, Sene Linen, once again, brilliant player. You know, uh, Bittencourt, had an okay game. Wasn't anything particularly special, but wasn't necessarily bad. You know, definitely time to, to sub out. Sene Linen could have been in there sooner. Could have made a big fucking difference, but no. Yeah. We opted to put him in in the 75th fucking minute, you know? Anyways, I'm praying that we're going to see the same thing, and I've said this uh, several times. I'm praying that second half of the season, we're going to see Linen uh, playing in the same way Stay did last season, where he plays almost every game, um, because Linen is a phenomenal fucking player. We've seen it in, like, the two, three games that he's started. I don't understand why nobody else, well, the coaching team, coaching part anyways uh, i've seen that but yeah i mean i'm hoping that he'll he'll start to play with great regularity next half of the season because he sure as shit isn't this season and it's an absolute shame well at this point in time that's all we have to hope for based on some of the work of ole Werner to say well look he did this to stay yeah. last year you know lean yeah. in this next year maybe it'll be the same same sort yeah. of situation. Um, I th- when I talk about things that sucked, I'm going to just uh, jump right off the back of where you started, you know, and, uh, you know, subs, where were they? Uh, one of the 
one of the worst parts about this is that the outcome erases some of the game management decisions um, where when we walk away and we go, okay, well, we got a point from Wolfsburg. That's sweet. And then we're kind of like, you know, yeah, some of the in-game decisions sucked, but we got the outcome, right? And so then it's kind of dismissed. And for me, that, that's kind of sucky because that type of game management, yeah, it, it happened today. It worked out today. Um, but the, the biggest uh, issue that I see with when these substitutions are coming is that we are um, – we are in game situations where let's say it's, it's tied to two, which, which this was, um, and there are opportunities for us to capitalize on and we're not taking them, right? We're not looking at the situation and saying, we've got fresh legs, young legs that can just run up and down the field. Uh, let's take a chance. Let's develop a player, give them a few more than seven minutes, Right. And let's see if we can take advantage of a situation rather than just playing it safe. And and I think to me that is uh, the the biggest um, takeaway uh, from the game management. Number one is that it's not going to be discussed because the outcome was preferable. And and number two, um, we are watching a coach that even without the red card, that aside, you know, yeah. isn't looking at the situation and saying, you know what, uh, Duke is literally. Uh, you know, like got one foot nailed to the field and just doing circles. Yeah. Uh, can we not do something <laughs> here? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's kind of scared of him. I think uh, Ole as a whole, I think is he is particularly um, he's, he's scared to make big changes in any case, uh, despite the fact that his record in not making changes is actually fucking worked against them. And then coupled with that, I think he's actually scared of Dutch. Uh, which I is think, problematic yeah. to me. It's problematic yeah. uh, from the point of Dux can then sort of do whatever the fuck he wants with wild abandon. Um, and B, that means that Verner doesn't have control of the locker room, right? And I'm not saying that you have to run it with an iron fist, but there should be a healthy respect where if I say you're getting subbed off because you're not playing fucking well enough, then you're getting subbed off. Tough shit. You know what I mean? Understand, work harder. Work harder in practice. But that's not what we see right yeah in, in some ways it's almost like that employee that uh that shows up and you know the the eight hour shift uh but they do they they seem to always be in the right space to do the one thing for five minutes that yeah. the manager sees and then yeah. they just dog screw the rest of the day oh yeah a lot of dog fucking <laughs> love working in a warehouse <laughs> been there before <laughs> many a dog to be pooched uh oh, oh right. and a big uh, hello to Geppy. Uh, the most uncool man in the world. Actually, did you see his uh, latest Instagram post where he's like in one of those like floating or flying tubes or whatever? Well done, Geppy. Very cool. What? Uh, no, no. Yeah. I didn't. He's tall enough that he almost like his feet and hands almost touch either side of the tube. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> all right. So number two down thing here, uh, things that sucks. We're still looking for a strike partnership that can create necessary combinations on the counterattack. I mean, we've seen different selections and combinations. Duke's just kind of the unchanging factor here. And Werner has been trying to kind of plug and play different players to see what works. And so far, again, my opinion, we really haven't seen a partnership that's delivering what Werner is needing consistently to break out when we have an opportunity, um, you know, or to be that final target uh, when we do have possession in the final third. So I, that's another down for me. I would have hoped that by now, that there would be some kind of chemistry forming between two players. Um, but it, it just isn't right now. And, and I know Bore and Dukes have played side by side, but I'm not seeing the, 
the partnership for sure between those two. Um, they both got on the end of goals, but that's that's kind of it. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. The third thing that I said sucks is uh, the press still exposes the back line too much. Uh, Verter mixes uh, mixes mix things up a little bit today by pressing Wolfsburg intermediately, um, but there was still kind of like a high likelihood that our defense was going to be pulled out of position because of how Werner orients the press. I think a change uh, is absolutely necessary if he's going to run a press. And uh, some honorable mentions, uh, the chicken wing handball that wasn't called, I think uh, should be an honorable mention. Uh, and what are we doing? What are we doing with this handball call anyway? Like, fuck who knows what is i'm over the shit i'm i am fucking over it i like who knows even you know what even uh, even if there was a uh a concise rule it still would never be called in our favor and i i hate whinging (laughs) about shit like this but it's just the fucking way it is i've just like i'm i'm i genuinely and i'm sure every fucking Yeah, I'm sure every fucking football fan feels the yeah. same way. But they're wrong. Uh, every, yeah, exactly. They are fucking wrong because it's us. That's right. <laughs> it's our oh, team. The officiating was shit. Yep. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong at all. Uh, and the second uh, low-hanging fruit, or I guess uh, runner-up nominee, I said we I, we could really use a player like Kierodia. Um Yeah. <laughs> Really yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Let's uh, get to some of this stuff that we got from uh, the listeners. And uh, we got a couple of, would you believe it? Well thought out questions from Juan. Wow. I, I actually <laughs> thought that his account had been hacked. <laughs> is there is there anything involving cartoon characters no, in the no. sexual position? All right. Okay, well, there is some of that, but not cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, bring it on then. (laughs) All right, so uh, this has got uh, a number of different pieces to it. Uh, What's the deal with Lenin? Is he in the doghouse or not understanding the tactics slash language? Why the sudden move to stay at the six? Do you guys think this might be a phasing out of Gross and Yuri? Uh, Ole doesn't seem to change things uh, when they're going well. Two positive results, even if they don't really feel like it. Back-to-back games. Does Ole dare to make big changes? Um, actually, you know what? I, that's kind of where my head been at. Is um, I do think that Gross is being phased out. Yeah. Um, I do think that uh, Lenin is Linen, Linen, Linen uh, is yeah. yeah slowly being moved in there. Um, I'll reiterate, you know, similar to what I was saying before when with uh, stay last year that this is just kind of what I'm speculating based off of, uh, you know, previous seasons for whatever fucking reason. Uh, I think honestly, Ole has a distrust of youth is the biggest issue or anything new. Yeah, anything new youth uh, <laughs> foreigners, uh, I don't any objects. Odd numbers, uh, the color blue. Concepts of time. <laughs> carrots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, so I, I think this actually kind of falls into that. And I think uh, we are seeing, and we're going to get into some other stuff. So I'm, I, this is what I suspect, but I think we'll, we'll cause I, you asked me if I wanted to do cover um, rumors. 
Yeah. So just say transfer rumors and there's some interesting ones in there. So yeah, we'll take, we'll take a look and see. We'll take a look and see, but I suspect that, yeah, they're sl- starting to ease it in. This new formation is going to be one in which, uh, Lenin is going to be playing stays position. Um, and they are now easing him into that. Um, and everybody else around him. Once again, I don't under, I don't know. I guess, you know, he's a coach. I'm not, I don't understand why this is such a, a big deal and, and can't happen immediately as opposed to just fucking the way we're doing it now. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. And I'm, I'm knocking on wood that gross is no longer, he won't even be a substitute at some point. He can go back to the I'm fucking third net, division. Sorry, that's I haven't right. used that one in a little while because we haven't talked about waiting. Gross in a little while. It's been great, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, it has been great. Thanks for showing <laughs> up, King Ian. Appreciate that. Yeah. Only 40 minutes guy. late. <laughs> really 40 <laughs> minutes in? Damn. Yeah, would you know yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, another question here. Do we think Bauman stepping down at the end of the season means anything for Ole's job? Uh, would Frank Bauman be more willing to pull the trigger uh, since he essentially has nothing to lose? Um, is a new GM not named Fritz actually our best hope for a new coach? Um, I don't. So if, uh, Ole is still here by the time that, um, Bauman leaves, I wouldn't worry about him being fired anytime soon. I think there's going to be that, that it's kind of, it's kind of like when you get a new manager at work. So you have that one guy who's always on the cusp of being fired. Then the manager leaves and that's just bottom we'll say like six months or something like that till the new manager figures out that he's trash. Yeah, he gets a new and lease fucking, on life for <laughs> yeah. a little while. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Especially if it's, uh, I mean, with Fritz, he's obviously going to keep him. Uh, yeah. Another manager is probably going to take a look at it, depending to on where, where Ole lands this season. Right. Um, because it could very well be that there is a, you know, we're mid table mediocrity and he may want to keep him just to see where it goes, or he may want to can't, you know, get him out and, and bring in his own guy. So, but I, I don't see uh Bauman leaving as uh, cutting time short for, for uh Verner anyways, in my opinion. Well, there was uh, after Bauman's announcement, there was three different articles where each one of them, Bauman, Fritz and Werner were all interviewed and everybody did an ample job of butt kissing. Uh, so I don't know if that's just make yeah. nice for the cameras or if that really is, uh, you know, if Fritz has the job, I'm pretty sure that nothing's happening with Ole. Ole was just yeah. like lathering it on pretty thick about how he loves to work with Fritz. So I'm yeah, I'm thinking that if that's the case, that you know, it's a no go yeah. zone. Uh, all right, so we got some would you rather's and bet on it or against it. Christian, would you rather Floco with this roster or Ole mm. with the 2021 roster? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's fucking both of those are terrible. <laughs> uh, God damn. Um, you know what? Since we're not worried, like, I mean, neither one of those two teams is going to be successful in my mind. Um, <laughs> I would love to see Floco with this roster. Pick just out of curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see. I want to see how actually truly and in, uh, inadequate he is with uh, with a decent roster. All right, uh, Christian. Would you rather Gross come back into the starting lineup or nope. reenact the gimp scene with the fellow gimp converter scene. NA members? Gimp scene. <laughs> gimp scene. <laughs> I'll play Decisive. any part in that. I don't. I don't fucking care. Gimp scene. 
<laughs> All right, you can bet on it or against it. So again, folks, uh, if you want to send these things in, you can uh, before we go live. Uh, I need to start maybe attributing who's sending them in, give you guys credit for them. Uh, bet on it or against it, Christian. Marv finishes the season with more minutes than Jinma and Voltamad combined. I think that's an easy Ooh. buy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I bet on it. Uh, bet on it or against it. Sooner spends most of his gambling earnings on McDonald's cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure where that comes from, but uh, well, he bets sure. a dollar. I think is where that comes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> bets a yeah, dollar. Absolutely. He gets a, a, a McDeal's meal. <laughs> <laughs> Down in the states, that's probably like forty nuggets or some shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely. I'll bet on it. For sure. Uh, bet on it or against it. Verter, this is uh, probably takes a little bit more math than we have time for. Verter will finish higher than last season with fewer points. Oh. I think that's oh. a, a, it's almost an impossibility. I do. Therefore, I'm betting on it. But the league is so bad. <laughs> yeah. Right now. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go with it. Yeah. You know what? Just, I got nothing to lose. I'm betting on it. <laughs> we're going we're to be sixth place with 20 points. <laughs> what are we at right now? Like 16 points or something stupid. 10. We're at 10. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's All right, uh, car crash coming up. Just as a quick plug here. Uh, we want to hear more from uh, from our listeners when it comes to how you became a Verter fan. So if you want to share your story about what has, you know, created the the Verter psycho you now are, uh, what has, you know, made your life basically fall apart. You lost your house, you lost your marriage, you lost your kids, right? But you are a Verter fan. We want to hear all about it. So uh, send me uh, anything that you want to share with the group as to how you came about. Uh, being a Verter fan, it's something that, uh, like I said, anytime we got new people joining the Discord and stuff, usually people are like, oh, where are you from? How did you, you know, start supporting the team? Uh, this is just a slightly larger platform, so uh, we would love to share your story with everybody else. Because um, honestly, I think it's important what we're doing here. And the further we can uh, spread this large tent of meeting, uh, the, the better, right? Unless you're an absolute freak. Like, we're just about going to expel Juan, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure how many demerits he's on. You nasty one. Yeah. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, uh, I think we should probably get sooner in here. He's a very, very good friend of mine. Sooner, sooner, maggot, sooner. It's a rig system. Maggot, 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 sooner. Nobody can do it like sooner. Nobody builds walls better than sooner. Nobody's better to people with disabilities than sooner. You totally accept the results if I win. Hey, sooner. Welcome to the podcast show slash whatever the hell this is. Great. Hey, to have I'm, you. I'm glad to be here. You know, I was uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to the pot or not, but I, I was um, walking by and I saw a disabled person uh and i just you know i spent a lot of time with them <laughs> you walk near you walk near and realized it was a mirror or what <laughs> yeah that you know that happens from time to time <laughs> look at that poor soul over there oh shit it's a mirror <laughs> what's up how's it going guys oh it's good buddy okay. how you keeping Oh, pretty okay. Pretty okay, yeah. I mean, you know, Verder did manage to salvage my weekend, uh, but 
yeah, it's uh, it's going all right over here. All right then. Mm. Well, let's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, that just about wraps it up. <laughs> Probably should have let that pause hang a little longer. Yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's get a little bit into uh, next week's opponent and uh, the sooner lock. And hopefully, Christian, uh, we'll have time to get to the transfer rumors here. We'll see what we got time for. We'll yeah, see how quick Sooner is. I think I think we can knock this one out because I I spent a very small amount of time doing this this week. Christian's Christian's rubbing you. Is yeah, that right. He's, he's rubbing me. Right. Um, so uh, the next match is against uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, um, who. Um, having a pretty good uh, um, last few weeks. they I think they've only had one loss this year, but most of the first half of the season, or the uh, to this point, they were getting mostly ties. Uh, but they've got 10 points in their last five matches. Um, and uh, they, um, you know, they, they've come off, uh, I think like, they've got like four wins in like the last five games, something like that. Um, and uh, Omar Marmouche is a player to look out for for them. He's got four goals in the last two games. Um, and uh, Elia Skiri uh, is someone who, if you've been watching the Bundesliga for a little while, you probably have maybe heard of him before. He was he was playing for a long time for uh, Cologne and uh, transferred to Frankfurt uh, this uh, summer. And uh, he's doing the kind of stuff he normally does, defensive middle fielder. He's fifth in the league in duels one with 112, and he's second in the league in um, distance run. Um, I mean, I don't know. I if, if that's me, I don't know. I mean, I'm sitting. No, I think that's from from, my... I think that's from Christian. Okay. I'm because not... I mean, I get a I get, I get a decent amount of street noise. I'm trying to sit as far away from my windows as I can. I thought maybe he'd headed down to the subway tunnels or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. that's literally a streetcar outside. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> like I'm inside a building right now. <laughs> but so um, with Frankfurt, uh, they uh, they have a, a new trainer there this year named uh, Dino Topmüller, and uh, that's a name that if you've been watching the Bundesliga for like I don't know thirty years or so, might seem a little familiar because he's the son of longtime Bundesliga trainer Klaus Topmüller, who was also at Frankfurt for like a year or two and was at. Uh, Bochum for like five or six years. Those are the big spots I think he was at as a trainer. He was an assistant um, with uh, Leipzig and Bayern for like the last four years and um, slow start for them, like I said, but he's starting to get, they're starting to round into form. Usually they're running, they're lining up in a three, four, two, one. So I feel like this is like the first time in like a, like a month or so that we're going to be playing a team that is unlikely to be, although, I mean, a three, four, two, one is, is actually, you know, not far away from a three, four, three, which is, yeah, like kind of lines up pretty well with us. I mean, I would, cause it just seems like to me, like like with Darmstadt and Union, where we were playing teams who like basically line up in a three five two like us. And I, I will it'll just us... be whether they actually play with a dedicated ten or not in that right. uh, in that position. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, uh, if you want to watch them, I believe they play this Thursday against HJK Helsinki in the Conference League. I think, I mean, and in America at least, that's on um, Paramount Plus. I think has the rights to those games. Um, that's about all I have. I mean, uh, my, my lock of the week, uh, your burger, be, your burger lock of the week, my burger is sponsored by DraftKings and McDonald's is, um, <laughs> um, actually, you know, one, one of the things I actually went away from DraftKings this week because a week, a week out from the games, they don't really have a whole lot of good odds. 
And I did, I mean, I wanted to pick, uh, I actually went there looking to see what the uh, odds are that uh, Omar Marmouche would score a goal because he's been really hot for them. But then I sat back and thought about it. And I mean, like, I can, I don't know how many goals we've allowed this year. It's been a fair amount, but like most of them don't come from strikers. Uh, certainly not from open field play. Like, I think maybe Tim Kleindienst for Heidenheim scored one against us, but that was on a penalty. Like usually we're giving up goals to midfielders and like wingers. Yep. And uh, so that's why I'm going to go. My lock of the week is actually that um, uh, I believe we usually plays on the right uh, side of the midfield for them. Eric Ebimbe uh, is uh, 3.8 to 1 odds on bet 365 to score a goal. And uh, that's probably who I'm going to go with. That's my lock of the week. I'm starting to think I'm starting to think I need to change some of the audio in there like to have the hamburglar giggling right like that. That's I was gonna say that's my meal ticket this week, so All right. Well, thanks for that, Sooner. I uh, I did notice that you didn't uh, in the contest. You didn't actually bet on your bet, uh, you and know, I put that out in the chat. Which, that is that is I, I thought that was, is a, it, it was very them, MAGA of you. Anyway, yeah, I know, but I feel like that's like that's what we call in the business uh, hedging your bets. So everyone who's a pro better like me knows that you have to diversify. You have to diversify your investments. Right. So so where you're betting absolutely nothing of value, that you can you know exactly. you can do what you want. But where you've got dollars, like literal <laughs> dollars invested. <laughs> well, you know, I mean I, I feel like I can do whatever I want in the contest because I'm just gonna win it again anyways, right? Right. That's the that's the shocking that's the idea. <laughs> All right, well, let's do. Uh, let's get that verdict contest out yeah. of the way, and uh, yeah, right, let's get out, you know, let's just get it out of the way, you know. Yeah, um. that's just one more inconvenience <laughs> we have to deal with. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna mention, uh, your your mic sounds fantastic today. So oh, that's great. Know, I mean, well I done, like you. That's wow. I you know I, I decided this time to put it in my pancreas and not in my anus. Maybe that's the difference. <laughs> oh, anus pancreas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, actually quite a few people, I think like six or seven people picked a 1-1 tie, so they all picked up points. And uh, top of the table in this contest is getting pretty tight. It's um, You got four people tied for first place with 15 points. That's Dirt 13, Trent, Mark, and Gepi. And, uh, and then there's two people behind them only with, uh, by one point. Dr. Tim and Spivey have 14. Then a three-way tie for seventh place with 12 points. Uh, Arun, Ben... Uh, and Liam, and that means hey, that we basically three-way buddies, the three-way right. I mean, and they can. I mean, I mean, any one of those people could jump to the top next week because that's within the four-point kind of frame that you need to, that, that it's possible to pick up points with. Uh, so it's a really tight table. Um, and then you got uh, with ten points, you got PJ or Cacophony or Tight Bod Bowser or um, <laughs> uh, whatever he's going by this week. Phi <laughs> Gap Yoshi or whatever he's calling himself. Um, <laughs> My gap, Yoshi. My gap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so PJ and Ian and Christian all are tied in 10th place with 10 points. And then you've got uh, uh, me. I have a standalone in 13th place with 8 points. Then Brian's got 7. Uh, then a three-way tie for 15th with Matt, M, Dustin, and Muhammad all have 6 points. Then Condre, Verder, VK, and Juan all have 4 
and then um, Jabba the Butt or Vader Wagner uh, is a wall. Uh, he's 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 uh, doing his best book oh. impression. He shows up, gets one pick right, and then just decides to and coast then... for uh, <laughs> 20, 30, 40 minutes or something. But but right now uh, of the of the group here that kind of we that we subject to this, you you are in the Winnipeg uh, fuck shack. Yeah, that's right. That is uh, Dirty Mike and the boys. That's where I am. Remember, yeah. rub your dicks on the car on the way. Out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Sooner, for doing that. Appreciate the work you put in uh, to not only researching the opposition, but getting that contest done, even though we know it's all just going to be, you know, yeah, I know. Bottoms up at the at the end of it all, and uh, and pr- providing us with your dollar bet options and and suggestions. That's great. Yeah, somebody's Uber just showed up. But I say like, hey guys, I'm sorry, I got, I, my my uh, my John's here. I gotta I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. I got business to do. How do you think I can afford all these twenty dollar bets? Put put that mess where the money is. <laughs> all right, guys, have a good one. Thanks, Sooner. Uh, see yeah. ya, buddy. Thanks. See ya. Yeah. Dirty Ears Bill needs to talk with Sooner. So he'll... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's just uh, just quick here. We'll, we'll tap on some uh, transfer rumors because I wanted to get to those because uh, you had also alluded to it there, Christian. Uh, so I'll uh, I'll maybe just step because I honestly don't know crap all about these the, the couple names. Uh, that have come up, so I'll maybe just step out of the way and let you let you run with it. Sure. Um, let me just pull them up here. So the two big names that are sort of being uh, bandied about are uh, Stam Stain, Sem Stain, and uh, good oh, luck with Christ. that. To- Tochukwu <laughs> Nadi. So uh, I'll start with Sam Stain or Sem Stain. Uh, he's a Dutch fella. He's twenty-one. Uh, he currently plays at FC Twente, who are fourth place in the Dutch division, the Dutch first division. Um, he is an attacking midfielder, primarily. Uh, he's currently got 11 appearances, six goals, and one assist, and his value is $3 million, which actually sounds like somebody we could benefit from having. Um, it would be interesting, uh, especially if we're, you know, Kaida isn't going to stick around. He could play that actual Kaida role. So he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. And three million's not too shabby, to be completely honest. Um, this ha- feels a bit like a Jan's signing, it which does. I am a okay with. Uh, I would love to see it happen. I, you know, I his name's been bandied about. Uh, Tvente, uh, supporters don't seem as certain, uh, that he'd be leaving. They think that he'll get called up by a bigger team, especially because, you know, Tvente are our fourth place in the league. Granted, it's only 11 games in, but that's still pretty impressive, you know? Uh, while I think most people would consider the Bundesliga to be a, a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I guess a better league for lack of a right. better description. Um, yeah, I mean that if he's on our radar, he's likely on the radar of teams with a lot more money and and um, I guess promise, uh, you know. So yeah, I mean, and, and I can see him being beneficial to us for sure. But who knows? Maybe Jans will be able to pull this off, and that would be brilliant. 
Um, I think they were playing in Euro qualifiers too. So, uh, you know, and I think he played, let me double check. Well, like, uh, like anybody we bring in that plays uh, European football, they're good enough to sit on the bench for a little while. That's correct. Yeah, he can, they can prove <laughs> themselves to the, the tactical brilliance of Ole Werner. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they, they played in uh, four qualifiers, and he, he played in four qualifiers and scored two goals during that time period. So, uh, so obviously, he's fucking trash. Um, obviously, yeah. And, yeah, uh, I don't know that he deserves deserves a sniff anyways. When you can uh, grab the got... seed from my hand, Grasshopper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, and then you've got Tachukwu Nadi. I, see how I, I said that with greater confidence That was really time. good. Even if it was Thank wrong, you. it sounded right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were, it's you all were about... Yeah. Ah, I feel confident with that one. So he's playing in the Bulgarian first division at Botev Plovdiv. Um, he is a defensive midfielder, and he's actually played for the uh, Nigerian under-20 team. Um, his value is at 700,000 euros. Um, it it sounds to me like he could be a fit. Uh, he seems to be playing fairly regularly. Let me take a look and see. He's played 14 games in the league so far. Um yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. He's got one assist. I mean, he's a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Uh, and and it would be interesting to see if we do sign him because that, and this is sort of what I was alluding to before when we were talking about um, are we moving away from gross? Uh, I think if we do sign this guy, then yeah, we are. Um, we're looking at having two, ideally, decent defensive midfielders that can play in that position, and we would no longer be reliant on a 36-year-old third-division player who has no right to be on the pitch in any capacity. Uh, solely because he's... Correct. Like, I don't buy this fucking, he's earned it. Oh, look, no, horseshit, he's garbage, he's a third-division player. Anyways, regardless, back to the uh, <laughs> the actual player that we started talking about there. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, there that league, the Bo, Bo, Botev Plovdiv, apologies for fucking just destroying that. I'm well, sure we've got a lot of listeners that uh, support the Boglutiv Potev. That's the one. Yeah. Send us your angry letters. Yeah, please, please do. Um, and yeah, they. I think if I'm not mistaken, they're in 14th place out of uh, something like 16 or 17 teams. So they're not looking all that great. But that's not to say that uh, he could not. You know, he might be a half decent. Actually, you know what? Let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, competitions. Oh god damn it. Anyways, yeah, I seem to remember that's where he was. Um, but I mean, he could be a good player on a bad team, right? Um, once again, it does feel a little bit like a yawns sort of signing simply because he's not an aging German, uh, who once <laughs> played for us in some capacity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's going to cost us way more money than he's actually worth. Um, so yeah, I'd be kind of curious and it would be neat to have a second actual number six. So that way, if your first one's injured or for whatever reason, can't play. Oh shit. You got fucking yeah. depth. Whoa. That's crazy, right? <laughs> Fuck. Who'd, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Um, but, I mean, it also comes down to, uh, to our coach wanting to use these guys. So, I mean, we'll wait and see, right? Uh, I haven't seen anything one way or the other. I, I think of the two, he's probably more realistic uh, than Stain. 
But uh, that being said, anything's possible. Well, I think uh, Geppy was excited by the idea of somebody named Stain and Naughty on our team. uh, (laughs) I'm sure our group can do something with that. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, sounds sounds like uh, Verda are staying active, at least in the hunt hunt market, and uh, some interesting names coming up. Um, The only other thing I was going to get to uh, here before we close out uh, was probably the biggest story of the week, the biggest story, non-story, like kind of who cares, but it is a big deal. It's kind of tough, uh, but uh, Frankie has kind of set his own exit date. Um, I do know when I was talking with Sooner, he's got some uh, more information, uh, some possible candidates he's going to do some work on with the blog, uh, which I think is great. Um, I'll just kind of give you some uh, some overview as to what's going on, and, uh, and then we'll probably close it out for the day. Uh, but yeah, during the week, I think it was Wednesday or something, it was announced that Frank Bauman is going to be stepping down from his position as a sporting director at the end of this season. Uh, so Werder are looking to have a replacement ready for Bauman's chair by the end of the first quarter, 2024. Uh, so currently it's kind of seen likely that Fritz is going to just move into Bauman's role at the club. Uh, there was that early rumor around uh, Pierre Mertzsacker uh, that has been rebuffed by the former Verta Pro, uh, like almost immediately after it was started. <laughs> it was, um, and it was uh, kind of categorically stated that the chairman of the supervisory board tried in vain to convince Bauman to extend his contract. So for those of you that want to know if the, the Verter way and kind of that incestuous uh, familial thing is still going strong, Very yes, so. yes yeah. it is. And that this kind of comes back to the conversation that we were having uh, in the, oh, whatchamacallit there, in the... Discord. Um, yeah, the Discord, thank you. And I know I know Dustin was sort of saying, you know, the board's only been around for two years, which, I mean, he's right, and anything's well, possible. Yeah. Yep. But but that being, and I appreciate the devil's advocate take, but that being said, the fact that they're still trying to get fucking Frank Bauman to stick around, um, and we see it as being fairly problematic, and they think he's a fucking genius, speaks volumes, right? So why wouldn't his, his successor, arguable successor, uh, you know, Fritz, why wouldn't he just take it over? Because he's also a fucking genius, I'm sure, as far as these guys are concerned. <laughs> well, when... Uh... When we talk about Fritz, uh, it was it was noted by the club uh, in the interviews that they've been kind of positioning him for this exact sort of tra- kind of transition. Um, however, the the club has not publicly endorsed Fritz for the job, uh, and they said that they are again believe what you will, but they're going to do a thorough job of scouting potential candidates. Um, however, when they uh, apparently the conversation with Fritz has already happened. Uh, they've already chatted with Fritz. That is to say that the club kind of told Fritz that they think he's a solid candidate and Fritz has returned the mutual love by saying he thinks he'd be perfect for the job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking shocker. Right? Yeah. Yeah, of um, course he'd say that. No, nah, I'll be terrible <laughs> for the Jets. No, nah, man, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. Then goes on record as saying that he's inappropriate for the job. The fuck out of here. <laughs> So regardless, uh, the supervisory board says that they're not going to give an answer to Frank's successor this month. So anybody that's getting excited about it, it is going to be closed doors for a month at least. Um, And they've given themselves that deadline of the first quarter of 2024. So the stated priorities. So I thought this was interesting. The stated priorities for the new sporting director are said to be scouting, junior performance center, and the women's team. So those are the three areas that they are uh, looking to 
uh, make improvements on uh, and grow with the new uh, with the new uh, sporting director. So uh, Fritz has been involved in um, you know the the loans, overseeing the loans, which he was a failure at, uh, and then he was in charge of scouting, which he was a failure at. Uh, so I'm not sure if he's just going to go over and hang out with the women's team now to see if he blows that up. Or, or <laughs> but the, of the three areas that they're looking to to grow, uh, I think Fritz has shown that he can't do two of those three. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the direction that they're looking to 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 grow the club is in those three scouting. Junior Performance Center and the women's team. Well, I'm I'm very much curious to see how or what Fritz or how anybody would state that Fritz has been great for scouting. Like that's uh, I I don't you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I, it's beyond me. It's really beyond me. Um I'm sure they'll point at Rashitsa. I mean, does he get credit for Rashitsa or is that a Bauman? Like no, I Bauman I, I really credit need to look through it all. Well, there you go. So what the fuck has this guy fucking done? Uh, honestly, you know? <laughs> honestly, I don't know. Um, Jans. <laughs> well, his, best, the... his best signing was fucking Jans, and Bauman <laughs> probably made that. You know, that was. Well, it sounds as though uh, that was a Bauman uh, thing as well. But um, yeah, I was uh, for next week. Um, Dijkstube put together a, a top ten and bottom ten of uh, oh. Frank Bauman's tenure. Uh, so we'll go through that and kind of do a bet on it or against it. Um, Good. for the top, for the top and bottom 10, I think it'll be fun. Um, but yeah, during his tenure, um, you know, Bauman will be best remembered by me, uh, for the needless transfer spending in 2019, um, yep. his suicidal support of Kofeld, uh, the uh -huh. club relegation in 2021 and the immediate promotion of the club from the second league, a largely lifeless celebratory achievement given his hands in the failings, you know, kind of his failings to provide that opportunity for himself. So that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. how I, that's how I'll remember him. That's yeah. fair. I feel like that's fairly accurate. <laughs> um, any, uh, any thoughts on the sporting director seat vacancy or are we settled for the day? Um, oh, I've seen some, I, we don't have to go into it now. I have seen some of the potential candidates and it looks fucking grim. Yeah. Looks really grim. And like it's when you're starting fucking... to be like, well, Fritz is, Fritz is okay. Dude, and hey. I, honestly, <laughs> honestly, like I'm not even fucking joking. I was like, it's I guess the devil we know. It's 2.45 a.m. Last call has just been made. You're looking around the yeah. bar. It's basically yeah. emptying out and you're going, shoot, shoot. Um, 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 <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go yeah. home with somebody. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess she might know how to fuck. <laughs> oh god please <laughs> she doesn't yeah she still refuses me yeah the says, and that's when i saw him <laughs> yeah, that's right waluigi <laughs> call marco marin up for the job yeah possible <laughs> wouldn't put it out of the out of the question <laughs> all right well we'll uh, yeah we'll get more into that uh maybe next week uh doing some of the top 10 bottom 10 uh and then check out uh sooner's uh blog that comes out uh, weekly and uh it sounds like he's gonna do a little bit more of a dive into a couple of the candidates there and uh, i'm sure that'll be some great fodder for discussion uh anything that we're missing christian anything we got to do not not as far as i know then we will head ourselves out of here and continue 
dig in a hole. Have a great uh, weekend, everybody. Ciao, ciao, ciao.